0: Session number four in our series, Lost and Found. You know, we really have two foundational scriptures in this series. The first one is from Matthew 16, 25, where Jesus says, when we lose our life, that is when we fail find it. But Jesus also said in John 12, 24, that it's only when a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies that it can produce a harvest and many more seeds. And so from these verses, we see that there is something that we need to lose and to let die if we're going to see a harvest produced in our life. And our sinful fleshly nature, we all have it, needs to be put to death so that we can experience the harvest of God's nature and his fullness in our lives that's the life he wants us to find and last week we started talking about the fact that our fleshly nature loves to gravitate to fear and hold on to fear but we don't have to choose to give in to fear, to accept fear, because the Spirit of God lives in us to enable us and empower us to have victory over our fleshly nature, victory over that fear. And so today, Sarah is joining me and I'm so excited that she is.
1: Happy to be here.
0: And she has really walked through a journey of fear and in one of our prior series, she shared a little bit about the, um, your son's medical mm-hmm. condition and things that you've walked through with yeah. that and seen God work in his life but we haven't so much talked about your process in that of dealing with fear. And that's what we really wanna focus on and hear from you today. And I know that there would be some people watching who hadn't heard any of your story. So why don't we just back up for a moment and just give a little bit of the background of what Owen was dealing with as Mm -hmm. far as his health. And then you can share with us your process in the midst of all of
1: that. Yeah, so for those of you that don't know our story, um, our son was diagnosed with a multitude of severe life-threatening food allergies in addition to many other allergies and dysfunctions in his immune system. And then when he was three years old, we discovered a tumor in his head. So there were plenty of opportunities for us to be taken. By fear at that point. Right. So he had all of this stuff
0: going on, and and you always think about the the process for him. Right. But tell us about your process.
1: Yeah, so you know, I remember there was one time that we were together. We didn't even live here yet. We were visiting you guys. And we were in your kitchen one evening after the kids had gone to bed, and it was just Evident, let's say, to put it mildly, <laughs> to everyone around me, that I was just bound up in fear. Mm-hmm. Like there was no other way to phrase it. And um we sat down in the kitchen, and you said, Sarah, what are you so afraid of? And my first thir- first thought was, What do you mean? What am I afraid of? I have this whole list. I, I'm afraid of this and that, and all these things. And you know, they just come out. And you said, you know you need to make a list. And at first I thought, okay, I like lists. Like, I'm a <laughs> list girl. I could get on board with that. And so you said, make a list of every single thing that you're afraid of, no matter how big or how small. I want you just to write it all down. And I'm thinking, okay, like, I'm not sure how this is going to help my situation here. Like, this is life and death day <laughs> in and day out. Um, but then you said on the other side of the paper to go to the Word. Yeah and find a scripture that speaks to each fear and to do that for every single one. And I just thought, "Uh, this is not what I need right now. Like I need answers, I need healing, but okay. And so after we had gone back home, I was able to find a quiet moment and I got out a pad of paper and I got out my Bible and I just started writing. And you know, when you allow yourself to go there in your mind, Those fears just they come at you fast. And so I'm writing as fast as I can. You know, what if, what if my daughter feels neglected because I'm giving all of this time and attention and care to our son who needs it for medical reasons? And what if she grows up neglecting or feeling like I've neglected her? What if she resents me for it later in life? And what if, what if I have to sign him up for school and he has to, I mean, I would sign him up for school, but what if I'm not there all day checking all the food labels? What if he can't read yet? And who's going to keep him safe if I can't do it and what if somebody's negligent what if somebody doesn't pay attention and you know your brain is just going so fast and then it's getting worse and deeper and deeper and well well, what if God doesn't protect him what if God doesn't heal him what if God doesn't love me enough to intervene on my behalf (laughs) and there it was yeah and that that was the deepest fear what if God doesn't love me enough to intervene on my behalf what if my life and my problems are so insignificant to God that it just doesn't matter to Him. And, you know, I didn't even realize that those fears had taken root in my heart. I was totally, totally unaware of that.
0: Right. And God is just so good to reveal those things to us i think so often we have underlying fears that we're not even aware of but when we involve god in our process and start talking to him about it and pouring out our fears to him you know we've said in this series that that opens the door for him to get involved But it opens the door for him to speak to us, for him to show us clearly what's really going on and what some of those fears are that we didn't even know. And he's so good and loving to just gently show us that because he wants to bring freedom there. He wants to bring healing in our hearts. He wants to bring a harvest of his nature in us. But sometimes we we close the door to that because we don't ever open the door to let God show us what's going on so that was so powerful that you actually did that even though you thought it was crazy (laughs) (laughs) you did it so with this new revelation that God gave you
1: showing you what that deep Mm -hmm. underlying fear was what did you do with that well I did the same thing that I had done with the other fears I went to the word and I looked for scriptures that spoke into that fear. Yeah. And you know, I found so many verses about God's love for me and not in like this big, broad, God so loved the world and then Sarah, you're lumped into that by default because you were born into the world. right? But no, <laughs> God loves me yes. personally. And so I, I found so many, but I just want to share a few of those today that really stuck with me. Um, Lamentations 322 says, The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. And Isaiah 5410 says, Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, which that's what my life felt like at that point in time. Yeah. Everything was just going crazy around me. Yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord who has compassion on you. And then Ephesians 3.17 says, Then Christ will make his home in your heart as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And that was exactly what I needed to know and hear. And so I just began to put those scriptures all around me where i would see them i intentionally sought out scriptures about god's love for me in my quiet times with him and i began to meditate on them and and write them down and and really just fix my focus on those verses and as i did that his love began to strengthen me Uh his love began to give me courage and i would take little steps of faith you know before I began taking those steps. It was a big deal just to take Owen to the grocery store. I remember one time we were there, and there was just food dust in the air from the bins, and he went into a reaction. And the fire department was there with us that day, and it was very scary. And so he hadn't gone to the grocery store since then. Um, But I willfully put myself in situations where I began to take steps of faith. And I'm a wife and a mom, and I'm called to Keep groceries in the house right now. That's part (laughs) of my job. And so we went to the grocery store and I began to take the kids to the park with. Now, you've got to keep in mind, this is pre COVID. He's 11 now. So I would take them to the park and I would get Clorox wipes out and I would wipe down the slide. (laughs) I would wipe down the handles on the swing set and make sure that it was totally safe for him. I was. Because you were trying to control the environment yes. out of fear, right? exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. But I said, you know what? God loves me. I know He loves me, Yes. and we're going to go to the park, and I'm not going to be the crazy lady wiping everything down with everyone else looking at you like, what are you doing? But I think even more than that, I asked God to help me experience His love. I asked God to give me a deeper understanding of His real and personal love for me, that He would give me a new revelation of His love, and allowing myself to feel that and to experience that. Yeah. And, and that added strength to my life, and that added courage to my day in and day out. Right. You know. And then as I was starting to do those things, and as I was walking that out, I would take all those little victories, all those little good things and I wrote them down in my journal. I love that. Yeah. And I'm not like a huge journaler, but in, in that season of life I was. Yeah. And another thing I would do is I would write out word for word, all of my prayers.
2: Mm. <laughs>
1: and I know that sounds like a lot, but you know, it's That's actually powerful. Yeah. It helped me focus yeah. and, and, Now I realize looking back, it was kind of a small miracle that I had a two-year-old and a four-year-old and God gave me a chunk of time where they were both napping and I could do that. Like, that was so awesome. Um, But, you know, writing those prayers out word for word and then when they were answered, I could pick up a highlighter, I could go back and I could highlight each and every prayer request that he answered and that gave me a track record of God's faithfulness. I could always go back to that. I could say, look at what God did. Look at how much God loves me. He hears me. He sees me. He's answering my prayers. Yeah. He's got this. Yeah. And, right. and that was so, so powerful to yeah. be able to have that physical track record right. of God's faithfulness in my life.
0: That's awesome. I love all of these steps that you took in the process. But that process, it had to... It had to start somewhere. I mean, you had to make a choice.
1: Yes. Was that an easy choice? Well, it could have been easy. I mean, I realized when I noticed that fear, that deep fear within me, I had to make a choice. That was very pivotal for me. And I could make the easy choice and let my flesh take over, believe that God didn't love me, believe that He didn't want to get involved, and just continue in a life of fear but it would never change it would always be that way right or I could die to my flesh and I could let the nature of God conquer fear in my life and I could allow him to pull me through that process to step into the life that he had for me right and so I chose to trust his love and to begin taking those steps
0: yeah and you made the choice to start the process the the process doesn't start with I'm gonna die to my flesh no (laughs) it's not always an easy start to that process but you did it by simply starting with your list Pouring out your heart to God, pouring out the fears, getting totally honest with him and then letting him speak to you through his word. Yeah. And that is so awesome. That's how the process starts. Right. And I love that we can we can just come to God even. When we're afraid, we don't have to get the fear all cleaned up before we come to him. Right. And we come as we are. We're honest with him. We open our hearts and then he comes in and he works in our lives. And so now looking back, you've seen a harvest produced in your life. What's the harvest you've seen?
1: Yeah. I have. I think the first thing that I would pick up and say this is the fruit of that work would be to know that it's okay to be in the process. It's okay to not be perfect. You can have good days and you can have bad days. And I know that those good days and bad days don't dictate the condition of God's love toward me. Mm-hmm. He loves me the same every single day. Yeah. And And that has just built so much confidence in my life and in my relationship with Him. And another thing that I think has come out of that is just a closer relationship with God. Like, I have drawn so close to Him, yeah. and, and, like, my relationship with Him is so much stronger as a result. And now I know I can go to Him with anything. I don't have to be afraid to come to Him. I don't have to think He doesn't care. Or he doesn't see me. He doesn't love me. I know I can go to my Father with anything. Yeah. And I think being able to trust God with those things is huge. It is. I mean, before... It was almost like, well, I can put this out there, and I don't know what's going to happen. But now I have his track record of faithfulness. I have his word to rely on. I right. know that God answers prayer. I know right. that. Yeah. And it has transformed my life and my walk with him.
0: Yes, I love that. God is so incredibly faithful. Yeah. And when we open the door to Him, He comes and works in mm-hmm. our life and produces a harvest beyond what we could ever imagine. Yeah. He's just waiting for us to open the door. Yes. And you know, like you said, we have good days and then sometimes we blow it. Right. <laughs> and you know, last week in our session, we talked about Sarah and how she took control. She took matters into her right. own hands, but that didn't mean that God was done with her. Right. And it didn't mean that God was mad at her. Mm-hmm. And even on our bad days, we can remember that God is not mad at us. Right. He just wants us to come to him and say, Lord, I blew it. I'm so sorry. I need your help and get back on track with yeah. him and he'll just continue leading us forward if we let him and he just wants to be part of everything we're doing and if we let him be part, he will produce such an amazing harvest in our lives. Letting go of parts of our flesh, our fearful nature, it's not a a negative, horribly, just dreadfully difficult thing. It is the easier thing to hold on to that, right. but letting go of it produces so much more. It produces the life God wants us to find. Yeah, I am so glad that you shared your story with us today, and it just shows how this process works and that it's not just words. It is so, yeah. so true. And it's what god wants to do in all of our lives i want to ask you would
1: you pray for everyone before we conclude today sure father we love you and and we just thank you that you love us and god right now i just pray for every woman watching god i pray that you would reveal to each of us anything that has caused fear to take hold in our hearts, God. I pray that you would show us what those fears are and that you would give us your word to to refute those fears, God. That you would draw women into their Bibles to, to look up those verses, God. That they would find scriptures that speak to those fears, God. And I pray as they do that, that your love would go deep into their hearts, God. That their roots would grow down deep into you, God. And that your love would strengthen them, God. That they would know how high and how wide and how deep your love is for them, God. And Father, as they go through this process, I pray that that your love would carry more weight, would carry more significance in their hearts and in their minds than any reason to worry or fear, God. Father, I pray that your love would cast fear out of their lives, that fear would have no hold on the women anymore, God. Father, I pray that that you would give them time and opportunity to sit down and take the time to put in the work because I know, God, that when we do our part, you are so faithful. You show up and you do your part, God, and you set us free from the bondage of fear. God, I thank you for that. I thank you for what you are doing in women's lives even right now, God. I believe that you are at work. And God, we thank you. Thank you for what you're doing, God. You are so good. Thank you for your incredible love for us. May everyone watching this video have a deeper understanding of your very real and very personal love for her. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for sharing. And also, one thing we didn't mes- mention is that Owen has seen quite a healing. In he his has. Body.
1: Yeah. It's, I mean, God is just so good, you know. I mentioned he had a lot of food allergies. Well, he had 18 life-threatening food allergies. And of those, 17 have been healed. They are gone. Yeah. And there's just one we're waiting on, but we know God will finish what he started.
0: Yes, absolutely. He is faithful. And just as God has worked so beautifully in Sarah's life, he is faithful to work in yours as well. We hope you have been encouraged today. Now stay tuned for some discussion questions.
2: I'm